Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today, we've got a great malicious compliance story against a senior supervisor who made somebody's work life horrendous for a long time. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, coworker plays dumb and benefits, backfires the next day. I'm currently a pizza delivery driver at a physical store, not for apps. We have a pretty basic dispatch system. Half of the touchscreen is upcoming delivery orders. The other half is a list of drivers sorted by who's been checked in, not clocked in, the longest. It basically ensures deliveries are assigned fairly, so drivers cannot pick and choose the good orders whenever they please. Just yesterday, we had an issue that resulted in a rule change. What happened was driver Andy was next in line to deliver. Andy delivered the order, but forgot to check out said order through the dispatch system. As a result, Andy's name was number one in driver order, while the delivery order was also unassigned and still in the store. This is pretty common, and there's no real penalty or punishment if you forget. Just a silly mistake. When Andy returned, he checked out the delivery he just delivered and immediately checked in. This put his name at number 3 in driver order. This bumped up the number 2 driver Brian to the number 1 spot, making the driver order Brian number 1, myself number 2, and Andy number 3. This is correct in how the ordering system would still be if Andy didn't forget to check out his delivery when he was supposed to. Again, normally this is inconsequential, but Brian realized he could try to screw things up in his favor. The orders up for delivery were unknown customer, known customer who tips very well. So when time came for unknown customer to get delivered to, Ryan, who's number one in order and is supposed to be there, refused to deliver it saying, I'm not next on the order. Andy was number one for 20 minutes. I don't know how he's number three now, but I'm not delivering next. It's Andy's turn. Cue a huge waste of time looking at camera footage and the boss not understanding anything. I would elaborate, but it's such a consulted series of events that frustrates me just thinking about it again. It basically boils down to boss apparently not having object permanence. The boss ultimately decides, Andy, you're next, take the order. This completely screws me over as I'm now no longer lined up to take the big tipper delivery and Brian is instead. The exact result Brian was hoping for by playing dumb about the dispatch system. Later that Friday, the boss would tell me, From now on, we're going by what the dispatch system says. This will punish the driver that made the mistake, like Andy instead of others, which is completely false. The only person who got punished by Andy's mistake was me. Andy got to deliver two orders back to back when the dispatch system is supposed to prevent, and Brian benefited from the driver order by getting assigned the big tipper I was supposed to go to. I explained this to my boss, as well as how ripe for abuse this new rule is. His only response was, Andy's mistake may have negatively affected you today, but next time it probably won't. This is the only way to solve this type of thing. Again, completely false. We have a history log of what driver took what orders, which I pulled up to show that the boss's decision made Andy take two deliveries in a row, which also proved that Brian was next in line and not Andy. 
but the boss just shrugged and said the new rule is new rule, final say. Next day, Saturday, I clock into my shift and notice that the dispatch system says that Brian is currently checked out on delivery, but I see his car parked, so clearly he's already back and forgotten to check in. I assume he's either in the bathroom or around the building smoking like usual, ignoring the other duties we have until the delivery's ready. So the driver order is currently number one, Brian, but he's out, and number two, me. Then a delivery order comes in, a big one for eight large pizzas. Big orders usually come with a big tip, but it's not a guarantee. I walk over to the boss and say, just making sure, from now on we go by dispatch order regardless of what anyone says, yes? And he confirms, yes, stick to the dispatch order, perfect. Brian comes out of the bathroom a few minutes later, walks over to the dispatch system, and realizes he forgot to check in, so he checks in. As a result, his name moves down below mine in the dispatch system as it thinks he just got back. Normally, as many drivers make this mistake, this wouldn't really affect anything. Brian tells me, oh hey, I was here before you, I just forgot to check in. I say, oh, well, boss says we're going by dispatch order and it says I'm next, so... Brian walks over to the boss and starts explaining the situation. Meanwhile, the big order is slowly coming out of the oven and getting prepped for delivery. Another driver, Ivan, friends with Brian, comes back from his lunch break and clocks back in. Brian calls him over, since before Ivan left the building he witnessed Brian come back from a delivery and go straight to the bathroom before I ever clocked in for my shift. The boss is annoyed, simply reiterating, we're going by dispatch order, OP is next. Brian continues to argue while Ivan comes over to me and says, Hey man, you know Brian just forgot to check in and he's actually next, right? You're going to let him take this next delivery. The dispatch order doesn't matter. I tell him sorry, boss said to go by dispatch order. The big order finishes getting prepped and I check out the delivery under my name and take it to my car. To my surprise, no one ran out to stop me. I didn't think I'd get away with it. This isn't the first time Brian caused a rule change. Normally when it comes back to bite him in the butt, it's been long enough that the boss forgets and reverts the rule, causing Brian to always get his way. But I guess since it literally happened yesterday this time, it was clearly fresh on the boss's mind. Plus, I clarified right before this happened. As I'm leaving, Andy drives up to start his shift and I tell him, I got his butt, I stole his order, tell you about it later. The big order did indeed have a big tip, $20 the amount Brian caused me to lose yesterday. While I was out, Andy told me that a known non-tipper delivery came in. Under normal circumstances, I would have been assigned this order, but Brian's rule change caused him to be assigned this delivery instead. He threw a temper tantrum, refusing to deliver it until the boss forced him to. When Brian returned, he decided to clock out for the day, working less than an hour. Having one less driver on a busy day is bad. It puts us behind on delivery times and causes a ripple effect that makes every order during peak time to become late and cold. This negatively affects everyone. Drivers get stuck delivering already late orders, which means less or no tips. The store gets low review scores for late delivery times and complaining from customers. Aftermath, for some reason Saturdays have been relatively slow, so Brian's tantrum didn't affect us. It was actually good as one less driver meant I got more deliveries. The rule is still in place, unfortunately. It's ripe for abuse and I'll probably get screwed over by it sooner or later. For example, imagine the two Saturday orders were reversed. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Brian comes out of the bathroom, checks in, and is placed second. This makes me first in line for the no tip. Mini updates. Rule may potentially get reversed? With the help of an old coworker who shows up to hang out, I was able to show the boss a dispatch system glitch. When two drivers check in with the system in a relatively short time to each other, the system will reverse their order. For example, Brian checks in, and a minute later, Ivan checks in. The system will glitch and make Ivan number one and Brian number two. This ex-coworker demonstrated the glitch, telling the boss, Yeah, this has been a thing for years. It was still a thing when I used to work here. Boss was surprised, asking why you never heard of it. Well, because this was literally never an issue. When it happened, drivers would just tell each other, Oh, hey, it did the thing. You're actually ahead of me in the order. I also gave him examples of how bad faith drivers can abuse this rule, like the one I mentioned above. The boss acknowledged that this isn't good for his new rule, especially learning how common it is, but didn't confirm he's reversing the rule. Two, Brian will be fired. Again, allegedly. Brian got fired two weeks ago for getting into a screaming match with a manager over not wanting to deliver an order he was supposed to. Huh, deja vu. The screaming match scared our newest phone girl into quitting. Brian also stormed off that day, making orders late, so boss said he was fired. But the boss is short-staffed and Brian was back to working a week later. After today and telling the boss, you can't keep storming off, it ruins the delivery times. The boss agreed and said he didn't plan to keep Brian around, and once he finds a replacement, Brian will be fired again. We'll see about that though, I have my doubts. Why the new rule is bad? I understand why some people are saying the new rule is pretty straightforward. Yes, from your perspective, with the information I gave you, it does seem pretty simple. But you guys do not have the history of dealing with the two co-workers I have, who try to cheat out extra deliveries and steal orders at the expense of other drivers. This is definitely an abusable system, although I will note though that as far as the tally goes, that manager was actually correct. Like they said to OP, hey next time you might be the one benefiting, and honestly OP did benefit from it next. And until at least now, OP still is at least tied as far as tallies go from my count. That said, our next story is, ask and you shall receive. I'm a junior architect at a small architectural firm. We only have 8 engineers in total and work 45 hours a week, but often we stay a bit longer, up to 54 or 60 hours a week, only because we like what we do. Enter my senior supervisor. 
Now, I don't know exactly why she doesn't like me, but the only thing I can come up with was jokingly pointing out how she spent a couple hours assembling a presentation of who works by name when we were only nine people to a visitor who knew us all already by name. It may have been a bit of a witch move, you be the judge of that, but since then, I've noticed how a lot of times I'll get really petty tasks especially when considering I've been working there six months and we're short on people working, as is, so you'd think everyone would be getting equally important tasks. Little things like when we have short breaks in the middle of the day, she'll ask me to go finish some stuff while everyone gathers to socialize. Or how when we have a breakfast get-together, she won't invite me over. Or how she won't take into consideration my input for when we're planning an activity after work like bruising from paintball or having exams that I need to study for, or like the last time when I barely said I had plans before she cut me off and said, okay, she's out, and carried on her merry way. But the worst part comes next. She'd been giving me tasks for the first three months of me working there, which I've been doing diligently and quite quickly, as I was told earlier this month for my evaluation by the CEO, But whenever I ask for a brief on a project I'm working on, or ask about a task that I'm unfamiliar with, she grits her teeth and barely gives me an answer, laughs at my face because she doesn't get my question. Or like one time she raised her voice at me in the middle of the office and in front of my coworkers. I don't know why the freak did I do nothing about that to this day, but I guess here we are. So fast forward about a month ago while I was working on a project and I needed her input, We needed to submit it by the official end of the day, which was at 5pm. And so I kept trying to interrupt her to ask about the required modifications to the project so I could get it done with. Her first excuse was that she was having her morning coffee. Her second? She needed to wrap something up. Her third was she was in the middle of something. That something was a hilarious chit chat with our coworker. By the time her fourth or fifth excuse came along, it was already 3pm and I'd barely gotten anything done. At 3.30, she told me, well, here you go. She handed me the poorest comment sketch I'd ever seen. Just some call-outs for areas that needed revision, but which held no information as to what exactly it is I should do. She just told me to check the revised PDF, which is obviously the first thing I'd done, and to get it done by 5pm because she had made plans after work and had no intention of staying past her working hours. Alrighty then, ask and you shall receive... I started to revise every area that she'd circled on paper to make sure they were correctly drawn, that the information that needed to be added was there, and voila! At 5pm I'd left the drawing completely correct and completely as it is. She gave a small squeak of laughter that I honestly feel like it's at a decibel that annoys me and probably gives dogs anxiety and asked me, where are the modifications silly? Making sure it was in front of our CEO just to highlight my incompetence. I shrugged and told her, well, none of your sketches point out any required modifications, and so I revised and fixed any errors that may have been present in the drawings. Furthermore, I highlighted for her all her obvious mistakes throughout the submission, like how a three-seater couch should accommodate five people, how the number of seatings don't match up with the allotted number of visitors, how her technical data sheets were incomplete, and a dash of revising the master plan and highlighting every single error that I hadn't been tasked with. I was sort of delighted by the look on her face when she looked at me like all dumbfounded, the COO coming up to my PC to take a look at my work and then back at her. I picked up my bag to promptly leave because I had a doctor's appointment that evening. I don't know what to tell you. She called upon the witch in me. 
Honestly, I don't care if I freaked up her plans, she'd made my work life miserable for months. I didn't anticipate that many comments, so hopefully this clears up the air about my joke about the presentation. All I'd said privately was how it reminded me of how awkward I felt about my elementary school graduation because it was just a picture and a name tag. How I feel about it and how I describe it in my post was entirely an internal sort of ick. I also tried to apologize at the time because of how it might have come off, but I was brushed off and she decided she didn't want to hear it. OP also later clarified that they have three years of work experience, so this isn't like some rookie hazing or being rough on the new person who has no experience. OP had plenty of qualification under their belt. They didn't deserve that kind of treatment. Needless to say, wouldn't it be worthwhile to maybe drop a line to HR and just report this harsh treatment? I mean, if they have HR. I mean, honestly, if somebody's being that tough on you, I think it's worth probably speaking up about. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 